It makes no difference what you've done. It makes no difference if you was a murderer, if you was a thief, if you was a liar, if you was a manipulator, you was a user. It makes no difference. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things has passed away, and behold, all things has become new. And many times we have to learn this, lean not to our own understanding. Many times we have to learn not to be wise in our own eyes. We, we think we got the outcome of it. We think we know what's going to happen. When it's with God, there is no secret what he can do. But we got to give it to him. Let it go. Forgive ourselves. Walk away. It will be all right in Jesus' name. You will see your life improving. You will see the blessings of God falling down upon you. But sometimes we don't do this and it holds blessing up. Because you, you, you're trying to go up the ladder, go up the floors of the house without a foundation. It won't work. We must build a foundation first. Set a foundation, then we can go up. Higher. Yeah. And so some things, you know, it, it, it has caused problems in our families. And the problem appear to grow because we have not confronted this thing with God. You can't confront it by yourself. You, you, the only reason you confront it is you're taking it to him and asking him for forgiveness and asking him to forgive you. And Lord, teach me how to forgive myself. Hallelujah. And it will be all right. He put that thing in the sea of forgetfulness. You don't remember it no more. You're a brand new creature in Christ. Old things has passed away. And behold, all things have become new unto you. Yeah, it's a new day. Hallelujah. You won't even think the same. And the main thing is to continue to seek him for self-inventory. We have to take that self-inventory. Some things I had forgotten about. And I used to sit in the garage and talk to the Lord. And I would be sitting in the garage and he would bring up things that I had forgotten. Because that's what I wanted. I was sitting there to take self-inventory to look at my own heart. They take a look back at me. <laughs> and I would be remembered of things. And I would come to him and tell him about it. Some things I would say, whew, like that about it. But I yet had to come back and confront it. Come back and talk to him about it. Lord, I want this to go away because certain things are happening in our lives because of these old things are there and we have not confronted them yet. But like I said, don't confront him on your own. Confront him with God in repentance, telling him about it and asking him to help you to forgive yourself because we have a past. And many times in our past, but it's not a past of, of our Lord and Savior. It's not a past with God. It's a past of our flesh. And there's no good thing in the flesh. And when we operate in us and not in God, there's nothing we can't evil we can't do. There's nothing bad you can't do if you're walking in your flesh. But if you're walking with God, 
he'll remind you, no, we don't do that no more, Barbara. We don't cuss nobody out. We're not quick to get angry. Uh, when things are going on, people doing things against you, we're not quick to get mad. We're slow to speak, quick to hear. Quick to hear, slow to speak, Barbara. Yeah, we don't clown. We don't do evil for evil. Yeah, the spirit of the Lord will begin to speak. But we got to have an ear to hear. And we got to want to hear from him. And we got to desire to allow God to lead and guide us. Because he's leading and guiding in the right path for his name's sake. His name is going to be on this thing. So it's got to be beautiful. Hallelujah. But we must allow it. So we're talking about learning to forgive us, learning to forgive ourselves, learning to forgive me. Yeah, I have to learn to forgive me, and God will make it all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to one more song of the morning, and when we come back, we're coming back with our morning prayer and our morning scripture reading, and we're going in to talk about learning to forgive us. Yeah, learning to forgive me, learning to forgive myself. Yeah, I got it to do. I have to do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You are the Lego. Lego have his way. You are the Lego.
with him all things are possible. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning thanking you for another Monday morning. Father, we thank you for waking us up today, closed in our right mind. We thank you for the use and activity of our limbs. Father, we thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you this morning because without you, we can do nothing. It was you who did all of this for us this day. This Monday, you did it again for us. Father, we thank you for starting a brand new week with us. We trust you in this week that you will fix our hearts and regulate our mind. Father, we bless you this week for allowing this mind to be in us that was also in your son, Christ Jesus. He want to please you. He wanted to please you. He did please you. And Father, this is our desire to please you and to do the things that you can accept in this life. We give you glory this morning. We give you the honor and we give you all praise for what you've done already, what you're doing right now, and Father, what you're going to do. We thank you this day. We come this morning asking, Father, that you would bless every caller and every listener, every family member, every friend near and far of every household represented here today. Father, you know what your people standing in need of, and you're a supplier of need according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Father, the earth is yours, the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. And Father, I ask that you would give to your people this day. Father, pay bills. Lord, give homes and give the things that they need. Lord, I ask for an increase for these, your people, those coming through the archives and the podcast as well, our brothers and sisters overseas, those that are in the military, Father, those that are incarcerated. I ask this morning that you would move for these, your people, those that are bereaved and, and, and Lord, they're in situations where they're so hurt. God, I ask this morning that you would heal in the name of Jesus. Widowers, oh God, strengthen them in this hour. Children have no father. God, strengthen them in this hour. Some have no father or mother, a family member, a stranger, or raising these children. God, I ask this morning that you would open up every door and bless the children in the name of Jesus. Thank you today, Father. We ask this morning, Father, that you would bless preachers everywhere. Bless Israel prosper Jerusalem. Continue to lose your protecting angels to protect Israel and Jerusalem from all hurt, harm, or danger. Father, remember our brothers and sisters overseas everywhere, lifting up the name of Jesus. Father, some have to do it in secret. We ask this morning that you will send your protecting angels to stand watch, to shield, and protect them. Keep them, Father, from all hurt, harm, or danger. In the name of Jesus. Continue to bless America, these United States of America, Father. Continue to bless the leadership. We come this morning asking, Lord, that whatever's in leadership in this country that shouldn't be, we ask that you would remove it and that you would rebuke the devourer for our sake in the name of Jesus. And then, Father, we will come back being a country that lift up the name of Jesus and continue to ask you to bless America in the way that you want to bless us, Lord. 
for you know what's best for us. Continue to bless these, your people, throughout the week, oh God. Move, Lord, in a mighty way for these, your people. Open up the windows of heaven. Pour out blessings they don't have room enough to receive. Those that stand in the need of finances, God, I ask that you would move financially for them. Show them the way, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And Father, those that have not forgiven themselves, those that can't even bring it to you, what they've done, they, they, they buried it in their minds, oh God, because they felt it was so bad and embarrassing and ashamed. But, Lord, you were there when it happened. Your eyes are in every place. You're beholding the evil and the good. I ask this morning that you would forgive them, oh God. Lord, help them to open up to you, that their lives can be better. And, Father, they would get to know you and those that have a form of godliness. Father, yet denying the power thereof, we ask this morning that you would come in and that, Lord, you would fix them, that you would save, sanctify and feel with your spirit today that we all would be your people and you would be our God in the name of Jesus. Help us all today, Lord, to get there. Help us all to get with you and stay there. We've made many mistakes in our lives, even in our past, some right now in our present. And Father, I'm sure we'll make them in our future. But God, you're the God that forgives. You're the God that loves you. You're the God that heals thee. Do it for us today. In the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise. And Father, we ask it all this morning in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We can't say thank you enough. You're almighty God that have all power. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here today. Oh, bless your people, Lord. Bless them spiritually like never before this day. Father, we are preparing for your return, and every little bit helps us to prepare. Or oh, do it today for your glory, in the name of Jesus. Do it today so your people will be blessed. Lord, we want your blessings and miracles. All oh, we ask it in Jesus' name again. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you today. Oh, we thank him. We thank him. Hallelujah. There's none like him. Yeah. And he understands because many times again, we try to build this house without a true foundation. We throw a few boards down so we don't see the dirt. But we got to put a real floor in there, a floor that will last. A floor that we can walk on and we won't fall through. A floor that we can walk on, we won't sink, we won't get hurt because we got a solid foundation. And that's what it's all about and it's our preparing for his return. And when we open up to him, there's nothing we can't tell him. Things we may not be able to tell our spouse or our friends or our mother, you know, our close family members, our best friend. We can't tell the pastor about this. But we can tell God about everything. We can ask Jesus, our mediator, to take our petition to Almighty God and tell him I'm sorry for what I've done and Please forgive me. I never do that again. And we move on in him. Yeah. We move on in God. He wiped the slate clean. He brings new things our way. Blessings we've been waiting on. Here they come. 
Why? He sees the very intent of our hearts, and he sees when we're trying to get it right with him. He sees that we're preparing. We don't want anything holding us back. So when he sees this, he moves. Yeah, this will move God. Lord, there are things I did in my past I don't remember, but if you'll help me remember, God, I can repent for the very name of it. I can use the name of it. I can say the name of it and repent for it. Yeah. Because we must learn to forgive ourselves because some things we've done, we haven't forgiven us. And that thing keeps coming back knocking on the door. And many times we open the door and let it back in. Yeah. But God, when we ask him to forgive us, he wipes the house clean. And they can knock on the door if they want to. We refuse to let it back in because the house has been cleaned. And we don't want it to find us in the same place. So when you don't open the door, he can bring seven more in and many more. Because he want to bring more because he saw you was able to escape. But he feel like if you open that door now, he'll bring more in and you won't be able to escape. So don't open the door. Hallelujah. Leave the door closed. Thank you, Jesus. Listen. In this life, we have past, we have present, and we have future. Our past is gone. We are in our present, and our future is not promised. In other words, yesterday is gone, and we're here right now, and tomorrow is not promised to us. There's no guarantee we'll wake up tomorrow morning. There's no guarantee we'll live through 12 a.m. in the morning. We're living for now, living for today. We're preparing for today and the return of Jesus. This is what the believer is all about. Many times our past did not reflect a risen Savior in our lives. See, we have a past now that reflects Jesus. I have a, a past that reflects them from September 29, 1993. Prior to that, he was not my Lord and Savior. Prior to that, I did whether I felt it was right or wrong, I did what I wanted to do. So there are some things in that past that's not of my Lord and Savior. Yeah, it, it, it didn't reflect that I had Jesus. We did not know him as we do now, uh, that we have to come to him and got to know more about God, Jehovah. We were in darkness in that past. Remember, I talked about uh, darkness and light shining, darkness and darkness comprehended it not. That's where we were. Because he was always there. People was always coming to say something about it. Parents, some parents told us about it, but we didn't want to hear it. On the job, somebody was trying to talk about it, but that's not, well, because the light was shining in darkness, but we wasn't comprehending it. Uh -uh. We didn't want to either. We wanted to remain doing what we, we wanted to remain in the party life. We wanted to remain clubbing. We wanted to remain drinking, uh, 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 smoking weed, or whatever we were doing, hoeing, or whatever it was. So we did many ungodly things that after he, after we were he. After he received us and we learned about him, has made us ashamed of our wrong acts. 
some things we're ashamed of in our past. I'm raising my right hand guilty. There are cases where we did not know any better. We didn't know. We thought it was our thing. We do what we want to do. Sometimes it was our age. And because we were so young, we were ignorant. Yeah, we didn't know no better. Young. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm doing what I, I feel the flesh want me to do. And I didn't have a risen Savior in my life. So, hey, this is what I've done. And many times there's some bad things. Yet there were times when we did not care if it was wrong or right. That was me. We did it to please our flesh. It made my flesh feel better. So I went on with it. Now that we know God, we choose to do things different. Because we go back and see that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. See, God has given us a new mentality. He's given us a new heart, a new mind, a new way to live. We've learned to do better because we know better now. Because if, it, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. So now we're we, we, we no longer desiring that old life. Yeah. I often shared about the Psalms. I used to think the Psalms was for if somebody did something against you, you read the 27th Psalm or whatever Psalm it was against them. But once I received Jesus, I learned better. He took me to a place to learn better. He took me over to Pastor Rogers. And this man began to teach on the Psalms, Saul and David. He began to go take me back and show me Eli, the priest, and the prophet Samuel before Samuel was born. He introduced me to, to Samuel's mother and, and Samuel's father and, and showed me how Samuel come about over in first and second Samuel. And that brought me to the song. Because now I see that the David, he wasn't always king. I got to see how he come about. I got to see why he come about. So it taught me the Psalms is not for witchcraft. The Psalms is not to read against somebody. But I had to learn this. I had to get that. I had to come to God and desire to want to know more and desire to do right before him in his presence. Desire to learn of him. Desire to, to allow me to take his yoke upon me and learn of him. But his yoke was easy and his burden was lighter. It wasn't the same way the world was operating. It was a whole totally different way. But I had to want it for myself. I couldn't have a form of godliness and deny the power thereof. I had to fully come to him. And surrender unto him, not keep apart from myself, because I soon learned without him, I could do nothing. I couldn't change me from the inside out. I couldn't fix my own heart. I couldn't regulate my own mind. I couldn't do anything for me. I didn't make me. He made me for his pleasure. He knew all about me. In other words, he knew what made me tick. So, 
I came to him for everything. I wanted the cussing to go. He took it away. I wanted the desire land with me and who I wasn't married to to take that away. I didn't want to run out and just get married so I could lay with somebody. He fixed that for me too. He taught me about matrimony, a holy union, husband and wife. See, he, he did it all for me. But I had to have the desire to learn from him and to obey what he taught. And he fixed me from the inside out. And then he showed me where daily I will fix you. That good thing I began to do in you, I will continue. I won't stop. I won't stop teaching you. I won't stop uh, uh, telling you when you're doing wrong. So now that we know God, we choose to do things different. Yet we must go back and search our hearts and lives because there may be secret things we have hidden, not just from others, but we think we've hidden them from God because we have not confronted our past and asked God to forgive us. We said, Lord, forgive me for all my sins. But we remember certain things we did that were bad and never said, Lord, forgive me for that certain thing. You know, call it out by name. Sometimes in a, in a marriage, a husband or wife have to do what we call steal away. Because they've done some things. And they don't want the spouse to know it. So I can't kneel down on the side of the bed and pray this prayer in front of my spouse. I got to steal away to God and get in my secret closet and pray this prayer. <coughs> Excuse me. There are some things in church. I've gone to the church service, but I can't go to the altar and cry out on the church altar. I don't want the church people to know. Because many times church folks will nail you to the cross. So I have to get in my secret closet, steal away, and get in the secret closet and talk to God about these certain things that happen in my life. Yeah. Confident, you know, our past and ask God to forgive us. We said, Lord, forgive me for all the sins, but we remember certain things we did that were bad and never said, Lord, forgive me for that certain thing. You know, call it out by name. Many times we feel it's so bad, you know, we can't say it. Cannot call it by name. We're ashamed even before God. God already knows. And when we full, fully open up and confess to him, he forgives us and he forgets it. Yeah, he'll forgive us and forget it and make our lives better. But sometimes we feel like it's just so bad. Oh, I can't tell nobody about this. Nobody can know about this. And that's okay. Because it was him that said, come unto me, all that are burdened and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Nobody in the world said that to you and, and mean it every day. Nobody in the world will really put your sins in the sea of forgetfulness and forget them. As long as you're not appearing to do that no more or you're not saying nothing that they don't like, it's not 
haven't forgotten, they just don't bring it up no more. But as soon as you do something they don't like, they can bring that right up. Or I remember when you did this. Or I remember when you did that. But God is not that way. This is why we steal away to him in secret. We steal away to him and tell him all about it. Because some of us, we walk around with unforgiveness for ourselves. Yeah, we can forgive others, but when it comes to us, we can't forgive. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that thing is holding up our blessing. It's holding up our miracle. There's a calling on your life. God have ministry for you. Some, some of y'all pastors, evangelists, preachers, you can't do the work because this thing is holding you back and you don't even know it. Because you don't want to remember it because it's so bad. Sometimes men found out after they was married that they raped women. Yeah, they, they thought they were just going over there and, you know, just uh, getting pleasure. But they actually raped the woman because the woman kept saying, no, no, don't do that. No, I don't want to do that. And they continued on. So once they came to God, they found out I raped these women more than one. And some of them done moved on. I don't know how to go back to them. I don't know where they are. And you went to the altar with God and said, I do. But you didn't remember or, or, or you hid the part where you was raping women. Now today you got to face that and just tell God about it. Lord, you know I did it. You was there and you saw it. And at the time, I didn't think I was raping nobody. I, I just thought, you know, I, 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 I'm with her and she know what time it is and I'm I'm just going to pleasure, you know, have pleasure with her and I'm going on. There are cases where men went in and uh, played with women, pretended to love them and all kind of stuff. That wasn't the case. He waited out until he got the pleasure that he wanted to have with her. And afterwards, he went on about his business. Some had children. Don't even know it. Some had children and denied that it's his baby because he just was there one time. Then he go to God. He come to God and say, I do. And the Lord bring this back to him. He shake it off. He don't face it. He's afraid of child support. He done got married now. He afraid of what his wife may think or say. Or what his family, you got to go back and fix it, bro. You got to go back and fix that. You even got, if it's a child involved, you even got to go to the child and repent to the child. Repent to the child mother. Then come to God and repent to him. You got some work cut out for you. Some things you're ashamed of, some things you won't even try to remember because it just appeared to be so bad. Yeah, women, a lot of men you done played around with. You didn't really mean the men no good. You was getting what you wanted from them, and that simply was it. You, you didn't want a husband with them. You, you didn't want to, you tried to play house with them. But you knew what that would do. So you tried a little bit to get what you wanted. You got to go back. If you know where he is, you got to go back and repent to him. Then come and repent to God. 
then forgive yourself. Brothers, you got to forgive yourself. Oh, the list is endless. The list is endless of things we've done. Women, some of you done committed adultery on your husband. You didn't actually lay with the man, but you played with him on the phone. You played with him however you played with him. You can't tell your husband. But you got to go back and repent where you can. Ask God to forgive you. Because see, many times we think we're on our way. Keep the faith. Don't lose faith. Don't lose the faith. Please don't do it. But we think we're on our way back to heaven. We, I mean, on our way back with God. But there are some things right here we got to face and fix. And many times these new wave, new age preachers, they won't tell you about these things you got to fix. They tell you to keep building on the house when there's no foundation. If there's no solid foundation, that house is going to fall. After a while, it won't stand. But build a solid foundation by going back to God, saying, Lord, if there's anything that I've done that I don't remember, that I should repent about, that I should face, Lord, help me to do it today in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I want to do it in you and through you and with you, I can't do it on my own. God will come in and he'll bring things back to That's what the Holy Ghost does, the Holy Spirit. It brings things back to your remembrance. And it will help you to deal with it. It will lead and guide you in the way that you should deal with it. Because there may be some other things you're battling. And all that battle is because of this one thing that you haven't dealt with. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. Been there, done that. Yeah, I used to put all the blame on my ex-husband. He was this and he was that and he wasn't this and he was never talked bad about him to my children, though, now. That was their dad. I never talked bad about him to my children. I never really told them all that he did and how he did. Ugly thing. I never told them about that. And guess what? In learning him, they got to find out for themselves. You see? Because I took it to the Lord in prayer. But I was yet, you know, in my heart, he was the villain. He was the baddest person. Yeah. I'm in now in the relationship like I did no wrong. I did some things wrong. Even when I didn't speak up on certain occasions, even when I didn't stand up for certain things, I was wrong. So because I didn't do that, that enabled him to do more. He thought what he was doing was all right. I never said nothing. Yeah. So sometimes God will show you you, and that's what he did in that relationship. He showed me me. You never should have been in there. You didn't go in there right. You went in it wrong. Yeah. Because if I'm honest, I didn't want to marry him. I wanted to lay and play with him. I didn't want to marry him. And did it anyway for security. Huh? Did it anyway because he worked. He was in the AFL, CIO, International Union. You know, certain things. He banked. And he was good on the eyes, you know. The flesh. 
nothing spiritual, all flesh. And I could have did better. I could have done better by God. I could have sat down and wait. Yes, I could have. Stayed in prayer. I come from a spiritual home. But the flesh wanted what it wanted. I knew it wasn't right. I didn't care that it was, wasn't right. I just went on and did it anyway. The outcome of it wasn't good. <laughs> There's no good thing in your flesh. If you start with your flesh and end with your flesh, it's, it's, it's not going to be good. But even if you start in your flesh and in the midst of that you turn spiritual, you give your life to God. And you get in this word and study for yourself. And you begin to obey that word. Although you started in your flesh, you're going to end spiritually. It's going to be all right for you. But see, I was in that point my finger at him. Everything he did wrong, he did. The Lord just snatched the cover off me one day and just showed me. Oh, yeah? He was the only one in the marriage doing wrong, huh? <laughs> and he began to show me. Now, when God show you, how are you going to deny what he showed you? He know the truth about you, your situation, who you've been with, who you haven't been with. He know what you really did because he knows the very intent of your heart. And not only that, he saw the whole thing. His eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. So we got to get it right with him. If we're going back with him when he comes, now, if we don't care if we go back with him or not, then keep doing what you're doing. Keep hiding it. Keep holding on to it. Keep unforgiveness going. Yeah. And you won't go back with him. But if you plan to go back with him, now is our preparation time. We're preparing. We're doing all that we can to get it together to go back with him. And he don't need no secrets. He needs us to come out front and to tell him. And he made it so we don't have to come out in front of people. We come out with him. He gave us a secret closet. He told us, you can go into your secret closet. That which you come in here in secret with, I reward you open. All of a sudden, your neighbors. All of a sudden, your family. All of a sudden, on the job. All of a sudden, at church, the people see your blessings. They see you flourishing. You shining like a light. Even your conversation is different. Your conversation is more holy. You're not as playful and, 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 and witty and all this stuff as you used to be. You're more talking about spiritual things now, and they can feel the difference. They can feel the anointed moving even on your words now. You went and got that thing right with God. That's what you did. Because we must Take self-inventory. I can inventory you all day long. It won't make no difference for me. I got an inventory where it will make the difference for me. I got an inventory so that I can prepare for his return for myself. Not for you, but for me. See, I, I can't give an account of what you've done. I have to give an account of what I've done. And if we're going to prepare, we got to prepare right. If we're going back with him, there will be no secrets in heaven. There will be no things we've done and haven't repented for. Not in heaven. It's a special place. 
and special people are there. And any and every old thing is not in heaven. Anger is not there. I don't like her because she don't believe the way I believe. That's not in heaven. We all will be on one accord. We'll all have the same mind. This mind that is in Jesus must be in us. All of us. One can't have the mind of a donkey. The other one the mind of a rabbit. This one over here got the mind of a squirrel. No, we're going to have that same mind. The mind of Jesus. Daily, we are asking God to let this mind be in me that was also in your son, Christ Jesus. He suffered, he hung, he bled, he died, he conquered all, and rose with all power. And that's where we at. We're going to suffer. Some days our hearts are going to bleed. We're going to be crucified. Some days it's as if we're in hell, but we're going to conquer and rise with all power in God. And whatever we have to do to get it right with him, we got to be willing to do it. He's worthy this morning. Heaven is worth it. Eternal life is worth it. This life is not worth it. And again, he made a way where you can go in your secret closet and talk to him. You ain't got to tell the pastor. You ain't got to tell the world about it. You ain't got to tell your family. And somebody needs to tell their husband more often, I love you. Yeah. Somebody needs to tell their husband, I love you more often. And let him see and feel the love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Today, begin to do that. Every day, don't forget. And husband, you need to tell your wife, your lover, today and every day in the live at married people house. I just saw that. But listen, we must learn to forgive ourselves. Because if you haven't asked God for forgiveness, you hiding it, but you haven't forgiven you. You're ashamed of it. You know what you did. Go back and ask God to forgive you. If the person that you did it against is still living, ask them to forgive you. You don't even have to say what it was and tell them. I can't say what it was, but all I can do is ask you to forgive me. And if they say, well, I can't forgive you because I don't know what it was. Well, you've done your part. You've asked for forgiveness. Now you're going to forgive yourself. Shake the devil off. Forgive yourself. Go back to God. Ask him to forgive you. And move on in him. You're ready now. You're ready. For whatever God brought you forth in this world for, you are ready to do it. You, 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 you yet prepared for his return. Because one thing about him, he's coming back. He's looking for that church without spot or rain. When I look over in Acts 26 and 18, it says to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. To open their eyes. See, when God come and bring you something, He's opening your eyes. Receive. 
And you got to tell him whatever it is, Lord, make it clear to me. Lord, help me to understand. He don't always do it the same day you ask him. It may be a couple of days. It may be a week before he come in and show you. Because when you ask him for it, he's going to prepare you to receive it if you want it. He's going to prepare your heart to receive it. And once you receive it, you're going to be, oh, you're going to be so glad. Because God is going to show you, yeah, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. And from the power of Satan unto God. Because if we hide stuff, if we're hiding something, we're still allowing the devil to use us. We're still allowing the devil to come in. And sometimes guess what he'll do? He'll put you right out on front street and put all the bright lights on you and show all your dirt up in front of everybody that, that you thought you was hiding. And sometimes the thing you think you hide, people know it already. They know that thing about you, but you think you hide something. Yeah. I know a preacher, he loved money. And the scriptures say, for the love of money is the root of all evil. When I tell you he loved money, we know that money answers all things, but he loved money. And do you know that he don't think everybody that know him know he loved money? He don't think that. Because, see, when you love something, it's always what you're doing. If you love money, you're always doing something to get money. So whatever he does is to get money. Family members, mama, that anybody he deal with, it's about money. How can he scheme? How can he get some money out of everybody? If he preach, he want money. If he come over to work with a church, I don't care what kind of church it is, he wants money. That's not God. And the Lord has come to open his eyes. I was there. And to turn him from darkness to light. And from the power of Satan unto God. That he may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in him, in Jesus. He won't do it. He yet hold on to money. How many know this? Whatever you do for God, let it be real. How many know this? Whatever you do for God, don't put a price on it. Why is that, Barbara? Because if you're worthy of your hire, if you're worthy to be paid for what you've done, God will pay you. And when I tell you, he will pay you more than any person can ever give to you because what you've done covers benefits. It comes with pay and benefits. 
because it was done unto him. You allowed him to use you. It's a privilege and an honor that God thought enough of you to use you to do his work. But many won't see that. So if we got secrets, if we got things we haven't gotten straight with Almighty God or let God straighten it out in us, repair us from it or repair us in it, then we must allow God to open our eyes and to turn us from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God. Remember, I told you Satan was my daddy. The devil was my daddy. I was in bondage to sin until I came to God. Once I come to God, I no longer had a daddy. I don't call God daddy. He's not my daddy. He's my father. There's a difference in a daddy and a father. A father take care of his. A daddy just got a baby. But he became my father. And guess what? He allowed me to be the son. And he showed me I had to come through his son to get to him. And now... I had the son, so the son set me free. I was no longer in bondage to sin. I could just say no. <clears throat> yeah. I could just say no to sin. I could just say no to wrongdoing. I could just say no to wrong thoughts, wrong feelings. Yeah, I could just say no. Things I used to do, I didn't have to do them anymore. I could just say no, bro, Frank. I didn't have to keep living that same old life. A life of misery. A life of gloom and doom. A life of I was losing my mind. Completely. The devil was taking my mind. God didn't let him just take it. Because he had a purpose and a plan for my life. But he allowed me to see. You about to lose all of this. You about to lose strength. You about to lose knowing right from wrong for real. And he's about to control you like a robot. He's about to control you like a puppet. And God come. And he made me an offer I just couldn't refuse. Couldn't refuse. And that's so true, Brother Frank. When we work unto the Lord, he will pay us what no man can pay. I told you, it comes with benefits. It don't just come with pay alone, but you get benefits with God. I can speak to something and it can happen. That's a benefit. I can just say no to evil 